Welcome back to Between the Lines. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's good to be back with you. Hey, on Sunday, October 21st, I preached a sermon from Matthew 5 and verse 7. It was part of our Upside Down Living sermon series that's taking us through the Beatitudes. Matthew 5 and verse 7 reads, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. One of the points that I preached on, point number two, in fact, in the outline, was kingdom people have received mercy and are willing to give it. And I summed up the point in these four words, this one line that I was hoping our people would remember. Forgiven people forgive people. Again, forgiven people forgive people. Almost if I said if you remember one line from the sermon, I hope it would be that. Forgiven people forgive people. There is a constant and consistent expectation that kingdom people, the saved, the justified, the recipients of mercy would be givers of mercy. And you don't have to look hard to find it. In fact, in this very same sermon, the Sermon on the Mount, just one chapter later than where we are right now, we read what is commonly referred to as the Lord's Prayer. If you look in the middle of that prayer at Matthew 6, verses 12 and following, uh, you read, excuse me, verses what is it, 12? Yeah, verse 12 and following, you read Jesus telling us to say, and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. There's a correlation there between the forgiveness that we have received from God and the way that we forgive other people. Uh, Further down at the end of that prayer, after the prayer, in fact, Jesus himself says, for if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Now, we know from elsewhere in uh, the scriptures that the forgiveness that we receive from God is not dependent upon the forgiveness that we give others. However, the point that Jesus is making here is that forgiven people forgive people. And the fact that we have been forgiven should lead us to want to forgive other people. So if we have forgiven others, it will be indicative of the fact that we ourselves have received mercy. If we do not forgive others, well, there's real reason for us to be concerned as to whether or not we have really been the recipients of mercy that we claim to be. Uh, In Matthew chapter 18, we read the parable of the unforgiving servant. And I want to go over that with you because I think that's a great example of how the Lord expects us to act as recipients of mercy. So in the parable of the unforgiving servant, this is when Peter is coming up to Jesus and asking him, how many times is my brother going to sin against me and I'm supposed to forgive him? Like, where's the line? When is enough enough? And then Jesus goes to begin to, to, begin to tell this story in Matthew chapter 18 and verse 23. He says, Therefore, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. And since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had in payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, have patience with me and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him. So this is an act of pity, compassion, or mercy. Out of pity for him, the master of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. But when that same servant came out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii, and seizing him, he began to choke him, saying, pay what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and pleaded with him, have patience with me, and I will pay you. So you got to get this. So the, the, the servant told the master, have mercy on me, have patience with me, And he, in fact, received that. In fact, he was forgiven the debt altogether. Then he went out and found someone who owed him money. But instead of passing on the same grace, the same mercy, compassion, patience, and forgiveness that he himself received, he, in fact, did the opposite. It says that he actually began to choke him and demanded that he pay what he owed. 
And so his fellow servant falls down and pleads with him the same thing that he pleaded with his master just a few verses earlier. But verse 30 tells us that he refused and put him in prison until he should pay the debt. And then when his fellow servants saw what had taken place, they were greatly distressed, and they reported to their master all that had taken place. And the master summons him and says to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. And should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? And in anger, his master delivered him to the jailers until he should pay all his debt. Verse 35 says this, So also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. And that's a striking reminder to us, once again, of that consistent uh, expectation that people who have received mercy would in fact be merciful people themselves. Again, forgiven people forgive people. Elsewhere in the book of in the Bible, in the book of Ephesians, chapter four, verses thirty-one and following, we read, "Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice." Verse thirty-two says, "Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you." Paul reminds us of the forgiveness that we ourselves have received. He doesn't just say, "Be kind to one another, tender-hearted." forgiving one another, and in verse 32 there, he turns our minds back towards Christ. He turns our minds back towards the cross, reminding of of the forgiveness that we have received from our Lord and Savior, and therefore saying, do the same to others. Very similar to what we read in Matthew 6, in the Lord's Prayer, and in Matthew 18 when it comes to the parable of the unforgiving servant. The Apostle Paul also tells us in Colossians 3 and verse 13, Forgive each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Like, how could you not, bro? How could you not pass on this mercy that you yourselves have received, in fact, uh, since the Lord has forgiven you? So what about you? Does Christ's forgiveness of you motivate you to show mercy to others? That's an important question for us to ask, folks. Does the fact that we ourselves have been forgiven, if we have been forgiven, if, the, if we are Christians, if we're believers, if we've been born again, does that fact remind you and motivate you to show mercy to others? If not, it's time to do a really important heart check, a really important uh, pulse, really, take a really important pulse as to where we really stand with the Lord as to whether or not we have received mercy. See, I find that there's really no such thing as a mercy hoarder. Uh, People are not receiving mercy and hoarding it all for themselves. I think most people who don't show mercy don't do so because they themselves have not received mercy themselves. And they may claim to have received mercy. They may claim to have been uh, born again and baptized. But the fact of the matter is the fruit of mercy in one's life is a very important thing for us to remember as Christians, as a good indication that we ourselves have received mercy ourselves. And so, despite what somebody might claim, if they have not been showing mercy to others, it's a good it's a good thing that they would, in fact, uh, examine themselves to test whether they are in the faith, as we're told in 2 Corinthians, uh, I think that's 13.5. Examine ourselves, test if we're in the faith, and see if the reason we are not showing mercy is not because we're a mercy hoarder, but because we ourselves have not received mercy from the Lord as we really believe we have. And so what I want to do in a series of upcoming episodes is look at reasons we tend to be reluctant to show mercy. 
Why is this such a struggle for us if we are people who have received mercy? So I want to look at five reasons uh, that we tend to be reluctant to show mercy, and I'm just going to talk through them uh, in future episodes uh, as I did when I preached them on Sunday. So if you're interested in hearing the sermon in its entirety, you can log on to graceky.org forward slash sermons, and I'll post a link in the podcast notes, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Between the Lines. Thank you.